Hi everyone, this is Mira. This is Ankit. Uh, welcome to Leaving Footprints, where we talk to individuals about their careers and how they are or how they got to where they are today. Ankit, would you like to introduce our guests? Yeah, so I'm extremely excited about today's episode. For today, we don't have just one guest, but we have two guests who also happen to be two of my best friends, Suchita Gupta and Mois Jivani. We all met during undergraduate at UCI and graduated as class of 2020. And we're also part of the uh, dance team on campus, Zamana, which I've spoken about before. Muiz, who goes by MJ, is currently a software engineer at Microsoft, where Suchita, who we call Suchi, is a software engineer at Salesforce. Both of them have wanted to pursue computer science since the beginning of undergrad, and they haven't changed our majors, unlike me and Mira, who have changed it quite a lot. Uh, and they both have different journeys getting to where they are now. I'm so proud of both of them for the work they've put in, and I'm extremely grateful to have such great friends in my life. And I'm excited to speak with them for their journeys and their careers now. So I think first and foremost, thank you for being here. Uh, let's just start talking about why you guys wanted to go into the computer science field in the first place. As a kid, I was always fascinated by puzzles. And as I went through elementary school, junior high, high school, I knew that I really liked math and technology. And um, I think the biggest influence was my dad, who was an engineer, and he eventually moved into manager positions. My brother, who's six years older, he also graduated with a degree in CS. And most of my first cousins actually are engineers. So I'd say they played a pretty big part in making it look cool and interesting to me. Um, and I was pretty confused up until even like my senior year in high school. Um, I was also interested in dentistry because I like biology and chemistry but I also like this math sciences side. So I was like, okay, I'll try APCS and I'll try uh, AP Bio my senior in high school. And I ended up liking computer science far more than biology. And that's when I kind of decided, okay, I'll, I'll take this yes try. What about you, MJ? So um, my story is a little different. I actually wanted to be an actor uh, growing up. Like I was a lot into like, um, the arts side, like I was a lot into dancing, acting. Um, I did a lot of amateur acting competitions. I was, I have been vegetables, different kinds of fruits, acted like, so acting was something that I was growing up with, really fond of dancing. Uh, so uh, even in senior year, high school, when uh, I transitioned, I came from India to uh, the US and again after joining high school I took drama everything until senior year I was um, confident that I want to go into acting so when it was time to um, decide on what uh, what to when I was um, like applying to universities I was also doing this internship on the exposure to like HTML and CSS something about like how to make web pages. And that in a way fascinated me. I was like, okay, like this is something that uh, it's cool. I can make the button however I want it to be, add like different kinds of animations to it. This was interesting. So because I was also applying for colleges, I'm like, you know what? Like um, I want to do acting, but I also want something that can um, keep me interested. And I think computer science is something that majority like it's like a it's like a saying that many Indians like um we all do something in engineering or computer science so my dad was also supportive he was like why don't you try it out and 
fortunately, I got into UCI with computer science. So that's how I got into computer science. And I think what it really interests me about it is there's so much in computer science, like about coding. So it always keeps me fascinated. So that's how I got into computer science and I stuck through to it. Yeah. That's really cool to hear that you were into acting. Um, mm -hmm. A follow-up question to that, do you still do acting or anything in the arts field? Yes, yes. Um, so after uh, getting into UCI, I came across Zamana as mm -hmm. one of like a, a really awesome Bollywood fusion dance team that I got to be part of. So that's how uh, I did uh, partake in uh, dance competitions mm -hmm. and also, I was also, uh, I did this emceeing for certain Indian <laughs> events as well. So that's how I kept my um, Bollywood mm -hmm. bubble uh, like going on. But I've been really a lot invested in the CS side. Yeah, that's really cool. And it's still, a, so it, it, there's a balance, but it's now more coding. <laughs> yeah. There's still videos of all the like MC events which is done on YouTube uh, on the Indian Subcontinental Club of UCI's uh, channel. You can probably check those out there. Um, so yeah, Mira, you want to continue? Yeah, I was going to say, so um, you mentioned kind of, uh, sorry, you mentioned <laughs> how your family and your cousins and your everybody's kind of an engineering and computer science. Um, can you elaborate a little bit more on that and how like you've had significant influences and inspiration from your family into going into this field? Yeah, they definitely, you know, didn't force me in any way, but mm -hmm. they would talk so passionately about technology and computer science. Um, I've even had like uh, some of like you, uh, Ankit and MJ have like been over to my house and uh, we have a Tesla at home and my dad texts like super passionately when he shows all of the features and he tries to like know all the nitty gritty details like this is happening because of this software update or this code they would have changed etc cetera, etc cetera. so when you grow up in an environment like that where all of your family members are kind of talking about technology almost every day you're kind of influenced to think in that way and I think that's why I enjoyed math so much and CS when I finally got into it um, and we would go to these like tech museums that's in San Jose or like this computer history yeah. museum, which I would get super bored at <laughs> as a kid. But I think over the years I've learned to appreciate how technology and computers were made in the beginning and how we've evolved so much since then. It's really fascinating. Do you think so with uh, having kind of your family back there, was it a little bit easier for you to understand going into the field, like the way to think? It, it seems like it would be helpful that way. Yeah, I think so. Like how to approach a problem mm -hmm. is probably the most useful place yeah, and it's then, been applied. Yeah. yeah. And then MJ, how about you with your, uh, like any significant um, inspirations or influences in your life? You kind of mentioned about your family a little bit, I think. Yeah, uh, my family was never into uh, the tech side, but um, I think my biggest motivation was like, the people I was working with, the people I um, encountered, like my professors, even Suchida, like uh, at various points of like my journey through this CS uh, major, a lot of people have motivated me to be truly invested mm -hmm. in this field. And um, 
from the beginning i'll admit like i i didn't have like a clear understanding of like how, what how to approach certain problems like that mm-hmm. mindset so it did take me time to get at that but i'm so fortunate like i had the right people along the way the right major the right university and opportunities that i think nudged me in the right direction and got me to where i am today so it works out yeah <laughs> it all works out in the end that's awesome it's definitely really important yeah. to surround yourself with the people who yeah. will push you to do your best yeah i agree with what just mj just said uh, both of them have like extremely hard working like work ethics mm-hmm. and especially <laughs> during like so uh, suchi was on zamana for uh, all four years pretty much like she was manager in the fourth year and then like i even mj in the first year when we were all like freshmen we were just thrown into this like extremely busy work environment mm-hmm. i think just keeping ourselves motivated um just being around like both of them they both are really passionate about both dance as well as like doing well in school which turned mm-hmm. out like really good in their favor as well and i think incorporating that into my own work ethic was also something which was i kept it in mind entire like when i was because i didn't do zamana my first year i did zamana from like my second year onwards so kind of when i was like tackling the same issues what they already did before mm-hmm. kind of just helped to like see okay they did this and they did that and that kind of helped me a lot that time as well but i'll add to that i don't know how ankit and suchita did for so many years that's oh <laughs> uh, it really takes a lot of hard work and dedication and props to them and ankit was very supportive like regardless if he was on the team or off He was oh, always yeah. helping and yeah, very positive. The first year was, the first year, uh, so I was, yeah, I got into the team, but I had to, uh, I unfortunately couldn't continue because I injured my leg in the first oh, year. Oh no. Because of which uh, I couldn't pursue it further, but I think I joined for the second year and I stayed with till my till last year of college. Uh, so now we were talking about your guys' journey to like computer science and stuff. you guys both interned at the respective companies which you're working at right now like first you guys interned there first and then kind of converted that to a full time job eventually um that doesn't happen all the time like what you guys like what approach did you guys take when you guys were actually interning there and what advice you might have for people who are trying to convert their internship into a full time job so uh previously when i was interviewing i heard about like there are these career fairs at universities that students mm-hmm. go to to give their resume to uh the companies then interested in and then they hopefully get opportunities moving forward i was really um daunted by that process like especially being a first gen student a mm-hmm. first gen college student with no cs experience I was like I don't think I can even step into that fair uh, uh the job fair but I can try something similar like I can reach out to maybe recruiters directly uh at the company rather than uh, going to the job fair and LinkedIn oh I was fortunate to um get my LinkedIn set up before getting into university so I think that really gave me that nudge to reach out to the right people and i heard back and one of the recruiters was um from microsoft and um i told her i'm really interested in um getting more exposure into this field and especially me coming from a non cs background i think uh really gave me more opportunity to grow in this so that's how i got this opportunity i went through the interviewing process and my first internship was awesome i had 
really cool, um, uh, thought-provoking mentors who really gave me a good exposure to what the expectations are like, uh, the dedications you need to have, the this uh, this uh, I I would say this hunger to learn more to to keep learning. I think these are the three, these are the things I got out of my first internship. And that has kept me intact, um, invested in this field from that point on. So I think it was truly an amazing work experience working, interning there. Yeah, I think I had a very similar feeling of um, like being super overwhelmed by the career fairs, especially the first couple of years where in the back of your head, you know, right? It says they want a junior level or senior level, uh, you know, college student. And you're kind of like, oh, I don't have all this experience under my belt. Have I taken the right courses that are required for this job? And I guess through the internship experience, you realize that, yeah, it's all about learning that like MJ said, as long as you have that hunger to keep learning, you know, different programming languages, the different technologies your team uses, it all adds up and eventually you'll come out of every internship, like learning something completely new and hopefully feeling proud of, you know, the project that you worked on and what you contributed it towards. Um, and yeah, I would say like during your internship, like any advice that I would give would be like, uh, try to build connections also, um, not just within your team, but also try to go out to any of the exec speaker series that they have you can meet an executive that would be amazing that's pretty hard but you know to get on their radar like at Salesforce we had um, an option to set up coffee chats so I would like meet with other managers or even just other interns on other teams and learn about what they were working on and just form those connections because you never know when in the future you may reach out to them and, and connect with them. Agreed. Yeah that's really good advice with uh, being open to connecting to others because it helps with even just knowing people like personally and then also professionally, you know, so that's really good. Um, I was going to ask, since both of you are employed by some very like, prestigious companies, do you have advice or like even like walking through the interview process for anybody who's listening, who's interested in applying to either Microsoft or Salesforce? Uh, I don't have like specifically for this <laughs> company any advice. Uh, I remember doing a feels like so long ago. I remember doing a lot of leak code problems. I recoded some of my like school projects. I uh, just reviewed those. Um, but as long as you walk through your thought process as you're trying to solve the coding challenge challenges, um, that's good. <laughs> I would also like, uh, I definitely agree with Suchita on like leak code. And um, there's also hacker rank that um, these uh, they give you really interesting coding assignments to complete mm -hmm. uh, and you can do it in whatever language you want to code in but that really puts you in the right mindset of how you can approach certain kind of problems to spruce up some of your topics that you're mm -hmm. not good at but i think most importantly uh they should also be open to fail mm -hmm. i would say at interviews <laughs> because uh I uh, I realized that uh, I had five rounds of interviews, 45 minutes each, 10 minute gap. And majority of the questions that were asked were really, uh, uh, they didn't, they did require a lot of technical skills, but more than that, it was also more about, oh, is this person 
thinking just about the problem or ab mm -hmm. also about problems that could uh, come about like around the problem like uh, what if the user inputs a different uh, in num letter instead of number is he able to catch that is he able to so I think uh, there were also times when I didn't have any clue to start an answer <laughs> and I was like hey man like um, if you if we can work through this together mm -hmm. give me some context and I'll try to solve it so it's more about working out the problem as a team rather than just being everything at you so it's okay to fail as long as you're asking the right question and you're motivated to solve it yeah i think that's really good advice because i feel like going into these interviews you feel like you need to know everything and that just kind of makes your nerves crazy and i also like i've heard before asking questions and clarifying also gives them a good impression that okay well this person's trying to learn about the problem so that's really good advice to give one more thing I would add is, I don't know if that many people try this, but what I also tried and really helped is watch cute animal baby <laughs> clips on YouTube right before going to interview. Cause I, I was really nervous, freaking mm -hmm. out on that morning. And I read this article where they were like, psychologically it just helps you like uh, just deal with stress better. And uh, I was not into meditation at that time. So mm -hmm. this was my way out and oh, that really helped. So. <laughs> I'll try that out too. put that in your bucket and yeah, hopefully it works out. I definitely think that helps. I watch cute animal videos all the time. So, <laughs> so when you were talking about earlier, I think we kind of mentioned that we were class of 2020 and we graduated in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, but you guys also not only graduated, you guys also started working in the middle of a pandemic. And it is definitely different from having an internship because a full-time job is like working completely different. So how do you guys handle that change from like going to school and now going to work regularly? Like how do you guys handle that change? I'll be honest, I'm not handling it well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I miss university so much. Like uh, this transition has in a way been too sudden for all of us. I think Suchida will agree on that as well, that um, we expected like a graduation, uh, like a senior trip, all of that. So um, not having all of that and jumping right into the workforce, it's like, a, it can take a toll on you. Mm -hmm. um, it's hard to shift that mindset, but um, I was really fortunate to have an amazing team to um, help me ease off some of the, the problems you run into, like they were, good to send me like a good office setup at home so I have a really tiny setup uh, in my room that I like so I get to work from there and um, uh, it's hard you can't see anyone like you're talking to you can't see their face on video like calls so it's hard but I'm getting used to it and I think it it takes time but you get into the mindset eventually like the work mindset yeah. but I'm still I want to go back to college yeah yeah I think same for me um the biggest change was like the social aspect where you were in this like everyday routine of meeting your friends studying with them every night hanging out with them and it kind of just shut off March 2020 we all just you know went to our respective homes or we were locked down where we were and you just had to rely on zoom calls to stay connected and when yeah. work started it was hard 
to know what people's hours were, like if they have families or kids, like, is it appropriate to send this message now or should I wait till the morning? It's like all of that yeah. internal battle you have. Um, can I set up a video call with them or will they not turn their cameras on? So like still navigating that even to this day, uh, but it is getting easier, like MJ said. And I also agree, I would much rather prefer being physically in the office than fully remote. Um, I'm sure a lot of the younger generation feels the same. I was going to ask, uh, actually following up with that, has it been hard for you both to kind of separate your work and home since everything's at home now? Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> it's a struggle. Uh, I think, I, I won't speak for MJ, but for me at least, I tend to work late because of that, mm -hmm. because I don't have that segregation of, oh, I'm right. done with work for today. I'm going to head home. It's just like sitting at my desk. Oh, there's this one small bug left. Might as well try to fix that. And then it ends up being 10 p.m. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll I'll agree to that, too. Like, I'm, I'm I also so when it's that uh, when I'm working at home, I feel like uh, sometimes I'm just working on this problem for so long that I don't know when the time runs by. Oh, yeah. And now I know that, oh, I don't have to go home. I just have to sleep on my bed over here. So that's why I go sleep. And then the next morning when I wake up, I don't have to travel to the office. <laughs> my office is right here. So I don't even have that motivation to like, um, sometimes I miss breakfast. Like I don't have like a routine set up. I feel like uh, if it had been office, I would have been more punctual, I would mm -hmm. say. Uh, but sometimes I, when I was just working at home, I used to dress up. I used to get in that right, just to get mm -hmm. in the right mindset of working. But after I, don't, I mentioned before we started this interview that we, I had an outage uh, ex experience. And because of that, I got to go to the, uh, my office as well to work there. So now I have the opportunity to sometimes go to the office when it's like not that many people are working or majority of the time work at home. So I'm still at a better condition as compared to Suchita, but um, I think it, it's it, it's still difficult like working at home. And yeah, I, I totally uh, understood when you said the day just goes by because I just stay at my desk all day and study and I like miss the sunset and it's like dark and I'm just like, what happened? So it's definitely frustrating. Yeah. Something which personally has kept me like kind of sane during the like all this pandemic and everything is that because I regularly so we had a Vrinda a few episodes back and then me Vrinda and Suchi uh, and MJ we usually just like have regular game nights and we just like kind of keep each other engaged and kind of just like talk to each other about how our day is going and stuff um, and I know MJ has been practicing a lot of meditation and Suchi still goes to her Kathak classes which are now virtual so can you guys just talk about like other things which I've been doing other than work right now, even with the pandemic gone? Uh, so yeah, as you mentioned, um, to get a break from work <clears throat> and to de-stress, I have uh, Indian classical dance classes. That's a uh, Kata classes every Tuesday and Saturday. Um, so that really helps, especially Tuesdays, like right after work, uh, it gives me that cut off to be like, okay, <laughs> 5.30, you're done with work. You got to change and, and practice for dance. Um, I've also gotten into crocheting a lot during quarantine. I've been reading a lot more. I've always hated reading. So now I'm, I'm rebuilding that skill um, and cooking a lot more with my mom, which is added to family time. So that's been nice. 
Yeah. Um, I also have um, started incorporating few activities in my day-to-day -day life. One of which is, uh, as Ankit mentioned, meditation. I, I do it 10 minutes. Uh, I try to do it almost every day. And it's been super helpful in keeping yourself more, uh, I would say, um, patient. Uh, it gives me a lot of patience, a lot of um, motivation to, to get to work uh, in a much energetic way rather than in a sluggish way. So I think meditation has been really empowering um, and helping me get through my day-to-day -day activities. One more thing that has also helped me is hiking. Uh, Seattle is known for some of its great like hiking trails and uh, there are many few sm small hiking trails right next to where I live. So I sometimes wear my mask and just go on a quick 20, 30 minute hike um, or an hour or two. It can, it, it can go as long as you want. So I do that and it keeps me energetic, motivated and yeah, keeps me going that way. So what advice would you have for people the kind of beginning to apply for jobs and like uh, for internships and jobs in the tech field based on like something advice which you must have gotten or some experience which you might have? Um, what I would suggest is, like I said earlier, uh, it's okay to fail. And it, it, when I say fail, not only like in maybe like answering a question in an interview, but also fail in getting your application to the next level. Because if one door closes, another door will open up. Okay. Uh, so I would say, keep applying, keep sprucing up your skills. There's never, there's, there shouldn't, especially in the tech field, there's never a day when you'll be like, you'll feel as if you've learned everything. No, uh, there's always something more you can learn. So always be in the right mindset of like learning regardless or not you get the opportunity you want so keep applying keep learning and I would say keep seeking advice like don't um, hesitate to reach out to people use LinkedIn use Facebook Instagram whatever it takes to get to let's say your mentor or someone that who can really nudge you to the right direction if you know you can get help get it do not hesitate and because of pandemic, many resources are now available for free to everyone. So make use of any resources you come across. You never know that resource might be the one that will get you your next job. So like, just go for it. Don't uh, worry about failing. Yeah, that's all I would say. Yeah, to piggyback off of the, the failure situation, like uh, maybe like failing is not even the right word. It's like, it's really situational, right? When you apply to a company, what they're specifically looking for in a candidate, you may not just happen to, to match those, which is not anyone's fault. It just, it's very circumstantial. So yeah, try not to get too bogged down by you know each rejection that you get, keep at it, um, start early as possible. You know, um, There's never a time where people are not looking for hiring, so keep at it. Um, and yeah, surround yourself with people, uh, like if you need to practice coding interviews, um, even with a non-technical person, it can really help build your communication skills. Yeah, that was really good advice from both of you. Thank you so much for sharing everything today. Um, just wondering where our listeners can find you guys, both of you. Uh, I think usually like LinkedIn or Instagram or anything like that, if you want to share. 
yeah they can um linkedin linkedin facebook not instagram <laughs> at all but um linkedin definitely facebook too um they can reach out to me yeah same for me uh linkedin instagram facebook okay for sure we'll be sure to link those into the bios for these uh podcasts but yeah thank you guys both for being here you guys already know that i'm extremely proud of both of you for like everything you guys have been doing um you almost i think as i said earlier the pandemic a lot of the things uh which has kept me sane is talking to you guys regularly and i'm really fortunate to have friends like you and brinda to kind of just like keep me self motivated but yeah thank you guys for listening Thank you.